Broadcasting from within the borders of the greatest success story the world has ever known, the United States of America. It's time for an honest discussion from a fresh, new conservative voice. The C.L. Bryant Show. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody, throughout the Fruited Plains of the greatest nation on the face of the planet. The greatest success story the world has ever known, and that is America. Thank you for tuning in. The C.L. Bryant Show. I am C.L. Bryant, and thank you so much for being there with us uh, today. And hey, listen. I am really uh, glad, really grateful um, for um, folks like you uh, who are conscientious about our nation and its survival. And friends, that's where we are now. You do understand that. We are a nation now that need very much to be very much concerned about our own survival um, what has really grabbed my attention, um, certainly in the last 10 years has been this widespread, seemingly epidemic spread of various forms of cancer in um, our, our world, in our country in particular. Um, I, I'm an um, acquaintance of mine um, for many years, uh, Dr. Tony Evans, um, lost his wife back in December, I believe it was, in December. And now I've lost mine and Others that I could name have lost their spouses to forms of cancer. Children um, are contracting cancers uh, in ways that uh, I just don't remember it being as as prevalent. I mean, yes, we had our challenges back in my day, of course. Uh, We had polio and uh, tuberculosis and uh, those types of things, all of those things. Um, we had conquered and even though we had, it seems as though we have not been vigilant enough over our own preservation in this country I'm talking about to make certain that, uh, you know, this, uh, stays away from our door that it has returned. And that thing that Jefferson told us about uh, keeping our country and our freedom, our liberty, 
That thing that Jefferson told us then is still very important for us to understand now. The price of our liberty, the price of our freedom is eternal vigilance. Don't you forget that. We had better remain vigilant. And that is all that I can see. That's all that I can tell. This president is wanting and trying to be is vigilant. And, and there's no reason as far as I can see, as far as I can tell, to be cross at him about that. Huh? There's no reason for that. There's no reason to make this issue coronavirus a divisive issue. There's no reason for it. But the very first thing out of uh, minority leaders' mouth in the Senate, Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi soon was parroting that, was they were hurling accusations that were unfounded. And so you know that they were being hurled because they wanted them to be political. When we as a human race and citizens individual in America and of America, we must start thinking about our own self-preservation, not the politics of it, while these idiots are making it political. Now, just let me say this to you. It is uh, good that uh, we have dialogue going on again. Uh, as strained as that dialogue may be, it could be much better if the uh, two parties could understand that this is not about election anymore. It has become about uh, life and death for many in this country. And economic life and death for many who have had gains in past year, two years and months. Uh, let me tell you, let me tell you. There are losses now that you weren't expecting to happen. But I know, I believe it with all my heart. The market's going to bounce back. What took it down was this corona thing. 
you're going to hear that it was all kinds of other things like, you know, Trump and his misdeeds and, you know, his his economy, his uh, uh, regulation rollback, you know, and that type of thing. You're going to hear all of that. But no, it was Corona. It was the uncertainty of uh, what people were going to buy. It's the uncertainty of how much money is going to be made on uh, that final four, those final four tournaments. Do you realize there are literally billions of dollars that are made during this time of the year, literally billions of dollars that are made this time of the year. Do you realize that sneaker sales, basketball accessory sales, all of those type things go up, up, up during this time of the year? Jersey sell all type of sports paraphernalia. Um, this time of the year is when it starts to begin to warm up uh, in America. Things um, warm up financially. But lo and behold, you have a coronavirus. And China, according to Marco Rubio, has an upper hand on us that's unacceptable in more ways than just one. And one is he acknowledges that they make a lot of the medicines that um, we we have here. Um, the reliance, he says, is a byproduct of a design that the Chinese had for their biomedicine and high-end medical equipment in its... Um, uh, attempt to bring forth its made in China 2025 plan. So they have a five-year plan, which is, which has always worked. Every company should have a five-year outlook uh, from year to year to year, how this thing's looking, you know, that's how you stay afloat. That's how you stay alive. We're going on six years here um, with the C.L. Bryant show, you know, and um, there have been many, many times, many chances, opportunities and prov provocations to just quit it, stop it. But you stay the plan. Now, the plan of Made in China 2025 put in writing what had long been practiced by Beijing and further encouraged its company's predatory practices while providing short-term bargains for foreign companies' presence in China. So it's pay-to-play. That's what that boils down to. It's, it's pay-to-play. Yeah. In fact, if you're going to play in China, you are going to have to make a whole bunch of money because you're going to have to pay to play. They maintain the U.S. has uh, must make rebuilding. Uh, they maintain uh, the U.S. must make rebuilding our domestic supply chain a priority of its own. So that is the Chinese stance that that we are uh, their problem in uh, their supply chain. And that we must rebuild that. 
It has come down to the kings of the east, the kings of the north, when we look at it scripturally. Some may say that the kings of the east, not the Chinese, and the kings of the north, not the not the Russians, but uh, I uh, believe they are. And that's a theological discussion, but just the same. I believe they are. Truly, the Chinese are the kings of the east. At least they think they are. And they will be kings of all of it. If we're not vigilant, the price of your liberty is eternal vigilance. That's what Thomas Jefferson told us. That's the price that you're going to have to pay. You're going to have to continue to watch. But we let our guards down and we let our guards down for a reason. And you know what that reason was. It was coming down as as uh, before uh, Obama became president. But the reason was because of socialist liberal programs that had uh, invaded, flooded the market in America. They had flooded the minds of American young people who are now in their 40s with the idea that somehow there should be equal outcome. <laughs> How does that play into this coronavirus thing? Well, uh, everybody should be able to come to America, right? And anyone who wants to shut down those borders for whatever reason, even if it's for self-preservation of the American way and American health and lifestyle, they are racist. That conversation began some time ago. Oh, it began. Uh, uh, it was on the table, of course, all during um the 50s and 60s and 70s didn't talk so much about it uh, before then because you couldn't <laughs> uh, there weren't many black peoples in, in the 30s and 40s other than Garvey and you know Baldwin and, and people like that uh, who uh, were bold enough to talk honestly about race and um, you couldn't talk about it but the conversation began in earnest uh, you know with Truman and, and Eisenhower and it became real after the assassination of John F. Kennedy and with the civil rights movement with Martin King imposing upon Southern, not Southern, but Northern Republicans to stand with him in strong arming Lyndon Baines Johnson and to signing the Civil Rights Act that he was against when Eisenhower tried to put it forth. He and Kennedy were against it. Back in 1957, both of them were senators. And both of them were against Eisenhower's 1957 Civil Rights Act. Oh, it's in my movie. I made a film about it. 
several years ago. What you're hearing people say now, they heard me say it years ago. And they heard Thomas Sowell say it before I did. Thomas Sowell, by the way, is in my film. <clears throat> yeah. And I am so, I'm forever, forever grateful to him for, um, for that uh, interview that he gave us. And um, so here we go. So here we go. We are looking at how honest the politicians are going to be in handling this. You know, there's something you need to understand, too, about the president. The president has no reason to be dishonest about any of this. Of course, he can't tell us everything he knows. But there is no reason for him to be dishonest about where we are with this. But friends, I got to tell you, there is every reason for the Democrats to be dishonest about this coronavirus and keep an eye out for those who side with China. Keep an eye out for elected officials from your various states who represent us in the House and the Senate. Keep an eye out for those senators and um, House of Representatives, congressmen, who side with China as far as blame is concerned. Keep an eye out for who sides with them. There's a lot of things that you're going to have to be vigilant about as we go forward. If you want to survive as a nation, because we now face a situation where we can uh, be damaged economically. It's not Trump's fault. And we can be damaged health-wise. And he did everything he could to keep us from that point. But we're at that point where we can be damaged economically and we could be damaged health-wise when we were riding a wave of absolute goodness for a nation. I'm CL. This is the CL Bryant show. We'll be back with more after these brief words. Thank you all for coming along with us, building the bridge daily to conversation right here on the CL Bryant show.
Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. CL back with you on this great day in the USA. I don't know where you may be in uh, the country, but I'm uh, here in Colorado, and it is a gorgeous day. A little overcast, but it's it's a gorgeous day uh, here in uh, the Rocky Mountain uh, state. My job, one of the jobs that I am going to take on, am taking on here in Colorado, is to uh, be certain to try. And, and see, that's all you can do. You, the only thing you can do is try to affect the social and political climate here in Colorado. You can at least try. Okay. And um, that's what I'm going to do is try to affect this state's political climate. Now, that, now that's man-made climate change, polis, politics, because the, the climate has changed politically. For certain in the Democrat Party, there's no question that the climate has changed politically in the Democrat Party, right? Okay. So, (laughs) I told you yesterday that was Obama's doing. Obama tried to change the climate in America. That didn't work. Instead, he wound up changing the climate in his own party to a point where there's going to be dissension. There's going to be division when Bernie Sanders does not get the nomination for his parties or for the party, because it's, it's not his party. Bernie Sanders is not a Democrat. He's, he's an independent who's running as a Democrat. He's never been a Democrat, But he is an independent who is going to cause huge dissension at the Democrat National Convention. And, of course, he will cause and he will uh, be the catalyst for a McGovern-like a huge, a, a McGovern, a George McGovern like Eugene McCarthy, George McGovern, Eugene McCarthy like defeat for whoever the Democrats are going to throw in to the arena with Donald John Trump, whoever they throw into the arena with Donald John Trump, 
they uh, <laughs> is going to be bloody. And he he doesn't like his um, meat uh, rare. <laughs> so he's going to cook. He's going to totally sear whoever they throw in there with him uh, before he fillets them. He's going to cook them very well. Very well done. Trump running against Biden is going to be because, see, Biden has a record. Trump has a record. Even though Trump's political record is only three and a half years old, not quite that, that, that much, only, even though his political record is three years old, is only three years old. It, it, it's stellar. It, it outshines anything Joe Biden has done in, 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 in the legislature in his 90 years there. Trump in three years has more of a stellar political record than Joe Biden has in 90 years. That he's been in, in, in the legislature. In the Senate, the House and the Senate, Joe Biden, (laughs) he wished he was Ted Kennedy. He knew Ted Kennedy. Ted Kennedy was a friend of his. But, Joe, I'm afraid somebody's going to pull that line on you. But you're no Ted Kennedy. (laughs) Yeah, that's the way that's going to play out. And the president is going to have an absolute field day. Standing up against Uncle Joe, Crazy Joe, as the president has dubbed him. Now, talk about a brand that's going to stick. Joe, he looks as though he's somebody who is he's sort of deranged. So the president, when he brands you, you know, like little Marco, that'll never go away. When Marco Rubio runs for president in 2024, uh, the president, whenever Trump speaks of Rubio, he, he, he if he says little Marco, it will take the audience back to a time when Rubio was a loser against Trump. The brand sticks. Uh, low energy Jeb, um, I doubt seriously Jeb Bush will ever run for president again. The brand that Trump put on him will stick. Yeah. Uh, Ted needs to shave the the beard because I think Trump tried to point, uh, brand him, even though he wasn't never really did it, but dishonest Ted, you know, uh, shady Ted. And the beard does make him look suspect. Shave it. He's got to shave it. And he can get around all that because there's nothing that I know of with Ted Cruz that's approaching dishonest. But people remember things that were said. And so with the president having branded 
Biden, Crazy Joe. <laughs> okay, we'll see how it plays out every time you see him from this point on. We'll see if Joe Biden will be considered nuts every time we look at him from this point on. They're certainly trying to paint the picture that he's not all there, which I think is unfair, as I said yesterday. But it does strengthen the hands of those who will come after Trump. Second second uh, term. I think this is the last time you're going to see candidates running for president who are 65 and above. I think the torch this time around has been passed and will be passed to a new generation. All of the presidents from um, this point forward I think, uh, and I could be wrong unless I decide to run myself. Um, (laughs) um, All the presidents from this point going forward will be younger men in their 50s and early 60s, early to mid 60s. I don't think that you're going to get... um, presidents candidate uh, for uh, candidates for president who are going to be 70 and older any longer. I don't think that's going to happen. It'll be certainly below 70 and the all out war on um, old white men and white men in general, that's going to continue. But um, what what's being prepped and strengthened right now is this um, attack on these three presidential candidates who are in their 70s. All three white. Uh, One's a communist. One, his faculties are being questioned. And one is having a field day as president of the United States save this coronavirus. I mean, um, who who knew? Who Who can see? What happens tomorrow? No one knows. No one knows where this coronavirus came from. China is uh, uh, making it very plain to everybody. Don't you dare blame us. Even though uh, Huan province was the first place I heard of it being contracted and spread. And I think if we go back and look at that, I I don't think there's any other place that um, was thought of as being its origin other than Huan, Huan province in China. Now the Chinese are adamantly saying no. So we're going to be facing the racist idea that somehow America is 
uh, treating China in that fashion. Yeah, that, that's something that Democrats have um, put out there. And the Chinese are trumpeting. And, of course, you're having calls and cries now of countries separating. It's time for us to separate. It has been said. That, my friends, brings uh, us to a, a whole different place in our relationship because see when you talk about doing that on a national and inter international scale that means that um, the problem is the contact between human beings that also brings back into focus you have the NBA players who have proven who have tested positive you have had it in the White House. I think there's 46 of our 50 states, which means there's only four. George, is it Georgia or Alabama? I think it's Alabama. Idaho. Uh, one or two other states. Can't remember. Have not reported any cases of Corona. 46 states now have been affected, including the District of Columbia, Washington, D.C. What do we do? Uh, okay. I know this. When we start talking about separating, we're talking about understanding that this is human to human in the way we breathe, not necessarily contact. It is transferred on the air. It is transferred on the air. which it has been said just talking to someone if you are a carrier can give that to them that's not hysteria that's just passing on useful information if we need this so there we go um, now um, European leaders blast Trump's travel ban, <laughs> thus proving they don't care about us either, do they? Why should we care less about ourselves than they do? Yeah, the European leaders uh, Thursday, you know, lashed out uh, President Trump's unilateral decision to restrict travel from Europe to the United States over the coronavirus saying that the illness doesn't respect borders. 
um, the president has called uh, the disease a foreign virus and claimed that U.S. clusters were seeded by European travel. In other words, the president, uh, I think rightly, is saying that um, what we are seeing here in this state came to us because of our exposure to those who had been in Europe or China. And the Europeans are ticked off about it, but now um, I don't hear anyone crying racism over that. Huh? They'd like to do it with the Chinese, but they're not crying racism over the European ban, are they? And that should give you a clear picture of the hypocrisy. Yeah, it is a foreign virus. I agree with the president. It's a foreign virus. And um, but U.S. officials later said that restrictions would apply only to most foreign citizens who have been in Europe's passport free travel zone at any point for 14 days prior to travel to the United States. The European Union, of course, they disapprove of uh, the fact that the uh, U.S. decision to impose a travel ban was taken unilaterally without consulting with European Council President Charles Michael and European Commission President Ursula von der Leyen, uh, who said in, they said that in a joint statement. The coronavirus is a global crisis, not limited to any continent, and it requires cooperation rather than unilateral action. So say they. They're ticked off that we didn't consult with them so they could say that we checked in with them. They're ticked off that uh, we took unilateral action to impose a travel ban without their consulting with them. When we come back, um, we need to address that you know, we, we do need to address that because they haven't gotten the memo. The time is out. Obama's gone. We don't kowtow to everyone else. We do what's best for America first. Do you understand me? The same way you're going to do what's best for your household first when it comes to us eliminating this coronavirus. I'm CL. We'll be back. The home stretch CL Bryant show in just a couple of minutes. You thought I was worth saving. So you came and changed my life. You thought I was worth keeping So you cleaned me up in 
Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. Stand up for America. Then Americans, stand up, stand up, stand up. God bless you. God bless America. I do the best I can. Always lend a helping hand. And for the flag I stand. CL, bye with you. On this great day in the USA, thank all of you for coming along with me as we build the bridge to conversation throughout our great nation right here on the C.L. Bryan Show daily, 12.05 till 2 p.m. Eastern, and uh, you figure it out wherever you may be living. That's where we would like to see you daily right here on the C.L. Bryant Show. America first. You know, there might be an opportunity, a teachable moment, as it has been said or could be said, a teachable moment where we come to understand more closely in this era of American uh, life and on our American journey what we should mean and what is meant by America first. This could be, this could be an opportunity for us to uh, share with our young people at this point in time. We could take the time to under, make them understand why America first, why we must continue to exist to thrive, to protect ourselves against enemies, foreign and yes, domestic. This could be one of those times when we could take and have a teachable moment. Yeah. Especially when we see that there are allies of ours, European allies of ours who are kind of ticked. They're miffed at us. He disapproved of the fact that uh, our, we made a decision to impose a travel ban without um, consulting them. I mean, do we need to remind them that we are sovereign? And, and, and one of the things about us is we are the most sovereign among all other nations. Even though we are that, we try not to flaunt it. And even though we are the most powerful nations, we have never abused it. Only in defense of ourselves and our way of life have we used our might. We have great might, but because we are great, we have been very, very 
good at restraining ourselves from using our might. And when it comes to someone approving or disapproving of what we do to protect ourselves as American citizens, we could not have a better president to tell them just how the cow eats cabbage. This president doesn't mind showing them how to get chewed out if it's necessary. What's not to like about that? What's not to like about an American commander in chief who has the strength of character, the presence of mind and the patriotic uh, desire to defend his country against those who would attack our own policies for defending ourselves. So um, let the Europeans bark. Let them have their uh, hissing fit. Let them have it. Let whoever will, let, let them have their fits if they want to. Because um, if they don't like it, we should have the attitude that we do not care. Okay? America first. They look after themselves first. What do you think that whole thing about China now crawfishing on the idea that this virus did not start in Wuhan? When that's the only place any of us ever heard of it being from the very beginning was Wuhan. That's, that's where we heard about it being. Now they're saying, no, that's not the truth. That's not the way it was. Huh? So they care about themselves first, don't they? They care about their image first, don't they? Of course they do. These bleeding hearts over here who want this equal outcome for everybody. Um, don't understand that that's not unusual, selfish, and certainly not racist to want to look out for America first. You are an American, aren't you? Huh? America first. Yeah. America first. And so, my friends, so my fellow Americans, as we uh, draw to um, a close here, I wanted to um, point this out because in my home state of Louisiana, even though I'm here in Colorado now, um, the Haynesville shale and the shale industry, the oil and the gas industry down there, it's our life's blood. It's our life's blood down there. And there's this article that says if Donald Trump wanted to shield U.S. shale from um, oil's crash, he could unleash a familiar weapon against rival producers such as Saudi Arabia. He could uh, unleash a tariff 
Yeah, the, the United States president's uh, trade war, according to this article, um, with China that spawned a, a tit-for-tat levies has shown his administration is willing to break with precedent to combat economic adversaries. And see, that is what we was that, that's what we were missing. We were missing someone who was willing to defend our our interest against whatever type of adversary there was. Anyone who thinks Donald Trump is some kind of uh, puppet or um, tool of the Russians is an idiot. You're crazy. You know, they don't they don't hardly ever say that anymore unless they just throw it in there for flavoring or or ad lib, you know, what have you. They they throw that in. But anyone with any common sense knows that that is, that is just not true. Trump has taken on every enemy that uh, and every friend that uh, the Russians have and sl- and stomped them up, up against the, the head, not caring what the Russians thought about it. So anyone who thinks that is and thinks that Trump is somehow afraid of Putin or something like that is an absolute idiot. Also, uh, friends, we have this Corona thing. Uh, if oil, you know, looks like you know it, it slumps, then the U.S. president's trade war with with China that spawned a tit for tat. Levies has shown the administration is willing to combat economic adversaries. Now, with uh, Harold Ham, a shale industry titan, and Trump confidant seeking to file complaint against Saudi against the, the the Saudi plan to flood the market, the White House could take action. The Saudis are threatening to flood the market with oil. That's why you're you're seeing uh, oil prices begin to, to, to drop the way they are. Um, while it's highly unlikely that any action on the tariff front against Saudi Arabia would uh, succeed or even work, that doesn't mean that Trump won't give it a shot. Yeah. Yeah, this administration has shown that it is it can defy economics and the law to get away and get away with it. Yeah, he said in an interview. Yeah, an energy consultant. (laughs) So, interesting times that we live in. And Corona, we'll get past that. We'll always, uh, bird flu, uh, Ebola, you know, uh, H1N1, whatever that was, you know, we, we got past it, didn't we? Yeah, we did. We'll get past this, too, here in just a couple of weeks. We'll be past this, too. But right now, we just got to grin and bear it and trust God, above all, to see us through. Yeah. Life was set into motion when God said that it would be set into motion. And life from that time on happens until time as we know it is no more. 
there is no time uh, where uh, that's why, you know, I um, look patiently, joyfully, hopefully toward a day that day somewhere I pray in the distant future where I'll join my wife again in a timeless place that um, I have not seen, ear had not heard, neither has it entered into the heart of man what God has in store for those who love him. Yeah, but in the meantime, we are here on this earth, in this earth realm, and life happens. So far, we here in America have been smart enough to look out for ourselves first so that we will be able to help the rest of the world. America first. And don't you dare listen to anyone who says anything else. Our nation, I believe, was allowed to be founded on those Judeo-Christian ethics and principles so that we could be in times like these a light to the entire world as we have been. So be vigilant. That is the price of our liberty. Um, there are no circumstances, circumstantial things that uh, coincidental things that are happening now. Note everything is being designed even things that you see happening on the news front. See into them and understand that there could be design there. Nothing is happening by coincidence. So be vigilant. Well, I want to thank God for bringing us to the close of yet another day. I want to thank him for our men and women in uniform around the globe who defend our right to speak our minds. And until I'm able to talk to you again, I'm CL and my heartfelt desire for each and every one of you that God would bless and keep you all. <laughs>